Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of Women in Science. We are here with Women in Science alumnus, Professor Mary Garson. And today we want to just do a quick episode on how we can each individually implement change to tangibly improve the visibility and the experience of women in STEM. And of course, Professor Garson is a great example of that. So welcome, Mary. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about the initiative called the Global Women's Breakfast that you initiated and and, and what inspired this? Yes. Hello, Kirsty. So the Global Women's Breakfast event, I guess I had the idea to do it back in 2009 when IUPAC, that's the International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry, was celebrating the International Year of Chemistry and, of course, Marie Curie, Nobel laureate, was a key part of that. And they wanted to set up a networking event. And my brain just went, women know how to network. They go out to breakfast. And so that that was the start of it. But I didn't really develop the concept further until about a month later, when here in Queensland, I was invited to nominate for a Smart State Smart Women Award. And in order to be eligible to be nominated, you not only had to have a project, you actually also had to have a website. So that was, for me, the moment where I went, ping, activation barrier overcome, I'm going to do this. So a few months later, we actually hosted the very first set of breakfasts. So breakfast starts in New Zealand, of course, then it moves to Australia, then it moves into Asia, onto Europe, the Americas, and in most years, the final breakfast is actually held in Hawaii. So the very first time we did it, we had over 40 countries participate. After that, I said, <laughs> I'm not going to do this again. It's, it's a lot of work, right? I made use of my personal connections that I had acquired over many years from going to conferences and meetings, particularly here in the regional parts of Southeast Asia. But phase two, 2019 another international year of the periodic table. And my dear friend, Laura McConnell from the United States said to me, come on, Mary, we're going to do this again. And Laura is the brains behind the marketing, the website, and all of the activities and resources that we put together for the breakfast. So just to finish telling you about the motivation to do this, if I tell you that since 2019, we have had over 1,500 different events in 100 different countries. And that means that on Global Women's Breakfast Day, more than 30,000 women and their male allies will be leaping out of bed to go to breakfast. And I get goosebumps thinking about the fact that my tiny little idea all those years ago has evolved into something of this scale. And what do you think women get out of these uh breakfast, aside from delicious food, I assume. <laughs> and of course, in many cases, it can be local foods, like local porridges in Nigeria. So in fact, uh, for me personally, I find I learn a lot about different cultures around the world. I learn a lot of geography. But more importantly, what are the benefits for the people of all genders who participate in our breakfast events? It's becoming an active grassroots network people of all genders, to overcome barriers to gender equality in science. And I think that it works because it's in an informal setting. People from different areas, academics, industry, corporate, government, high school students, high school teachers, can come together in a sort of non-threatening environment, just share bread together, share coffee or whatever, and 
mix and match and just find out about each other and address, begin to talk freely and comfortably about the issues affecting women in science. And so if there are uh, young women or older women listening today who really want to do something actively to promote the position of women in STEM, what would be three key lessons you would advise them on based on your experience in organising this event? Well, I would certainly say that no idea is too small and that anything that we can do that promotes the importance, the role of women in science and the need for gender equality, then we should take that forward, even if it seems like a very, very simple idea. Secondly, I think that there can be a bit of a barrier to overcome in terms of how will people perceive me. You want to be perceived as a champion and you need to sort of develop that. I really had no idea what this was going to develop into when I started it. I'm just thrilled with the progress that we've made. Now, I've just given you two points there. I haven't given you a third point yet. We could come back to that one maybe. (laughs) And so what sort of issues did you face in setting this up? Because you cover such diverse cultural regions. Were there any country-specific issues or did you just find in general issues or or was it all smooth sailing? Oh, no, it's not, not smooth sailing at all because, of course, each breakfast function has to be independent financially. It's entirely up to the individual groups, how they host and prepare their breakfast event. We're simply, if you like, providing a website and a network through which the different groups can contact each other. The challenges have been interesting ones. So for example, I personally had never ever used social media before. And we quickly realised that this was going to be the brilliant way for groups to actually contact each other on the day. So I found myself setting up a Twitter account and later on a Facebook account. And that has continued apace over the subsequent years. In an ideal world, looking 10 years in the future, where would you see this initiative being? Well, I hope that it's uh, just continuing, that we will grow the event in such a way that some other young people will be interested to take over the role, the reins that I and Laura have held. We've been doing this together now for six years. And so that it doesn't sort of lose a little bit of its zest, I think that we need to be looking, if you like, for a succession plan that other people come on board and help us with it. Of course, I hope that it's going to continue into the future and have a longevity. As I was looking at the website today, I noticed that we now have 350 different events listed and that 70 different countries are represented. I think that we have got a little bit of work to do to encourage more to participation by certain parts of the globe. I would suggest that we are underrepresented in Eastern Europe and parts of the Middle East. And so for me personally, that is a work in progress and I'm actively seeking to find women champions in those countries who I can empower to help us take it forward. Mary, how do women find out about this fantastic event and and maybe even join next year? Yeah, Kirsty, yes, that's a really important thing to ask. If you Google global women's breakfast, you will get a hit onto the site, but it's hosted by the International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry, which is iupac.org. 
and you will find our global map, which has little placeholders for every individual breakfast that's being hosted this year. And you can actually take a look at uh, past years as well and find out who joined in a while back. It would just be wonderful if this encourages others to think of something similar within their own sphere of science. Well, we will eagerly watch this space. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us today, Mary, and really providing a great example of how you can foster one idea into a global concept to really improve the position of women in STEM. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Kirsty. I just have to say as a final concluding point that this is one of the most special things that I do. On Global Women's Breakfast Day, when I wake up, it's mind chilling really to think about the fact that 30,000 women are going to leap out of bed and then together with their male allies and go to breakfast. And it's, it's all because of a very simple idea that I had all those years ago. So thank you very much, Kirsty, for giving me the opportunity to tell you all about it.